Welcome to the Love Positivism Podcast. I'm Shireen Oberg and I'm a yoga teacher and author devoted to the path of healing and heart-based living. And I want to help you to step into what you truly are and to your highest potential. On this podcast, I share with you tools and insights to help you move ever forward on your spiritual and healing path. With guests from all over the world, from different wisdom traditions, I wish to create a web of loving energy that permeates the whole world to create more love and peace. You can connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for more guidance and love. Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful for you and for your presence here today. Today I'm doing a solo episode. I've been wanting to share a little bit of updates and also a little bit of insights because we are going through a lot of different shifts and vibrational updates. And um, as you might have noticed, the eclipse season has been quite intense and we just Um, over a week ago had the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio which probably started a lot of processes for you Um, it's all about releasing and healing and healing on a very deep level so it's not just healing from the present it's also from the past but also past lives so it's been quite intense And I don't know about you, but I've been feeling very, very tired and exhausted. And for, I mean, this can have to do with the process of releasing and integration. So if you have been feeling tired, uh, if you have been feeling a little bit low on energy more than usual, that could be it. I also want to thank everyone who joined the ceremony that we had for the lunar eclipse, it was a lot of processes that started and we worked with the Divine Mother, the Goddess, to hold us through that process. So we are actually now coming into more shifts and I wanted to give you an astrological update and then also talk a little bit about healthy boundaries. So If you stay tuned, you'll see the connection between what we're seeing right now and experiencing and also why healthy boundaries are so important. So first I wanted to talk about um, the sun entering Gemini. So we've been in a very earthy period with the sun in Taurus, which actually helps us to slow down and to really feel embodied, and also to connect with the Divine Feminine and Mother Earth. And we had an eclipse in this sign, which was the new moon solar eclipse. And as we saw also during that time, right before um, we had uh, the second eclipse, uh, around that time we also had a shift when Jupiter went into a more fast-paced sign, which is Aries, more energy, more expansion in our passions and energy. But maybe we didn't feel that quite as much 
as we normally do because Mars has been in a watery, more emotional part of the zodiac and which is more introverted energy. So the shifts happen now with the sun moving into Gemini, which is also very fast paced. It's our mind, it's our thoughts, it's our communication, it's social media, short trips, siblings, neighbors. It's it's a very social sign. And also yesterday, um, Mars entered his own sign of Aries, which he's very much home in. So what we see is a shift from this introspective, slow-paced, very grounded place and also very connected to the emotional body and which also connects to our energetic body. We see the shift there now moving up to our mind and also into the energy and the passion to move forward right now. But still, we are in the phase of the moon, which is about release, because she's getting darker and darker, leading up to the new moon in Gemini in a couple of days. So still this week, we might feel like we are a little bit in this place where we haven't fully integrated, we need more rest, and we feel like we are not fully uh, in a completion of this um, eclipse season. And it does take time before we can close it completely. But after this new moon, this is a new cycle starting. We have it in Gemini, which is social. It starts really this new period of the year with much more extrovert energy and with Aries in Mars, which it hasn't been for two years, very much home in its sign. It gives us energy and courage and just forward movement of in our lives and in everything that we want to pursue. And as we close the eclipse season, we can also know that the integration process does happen over the upcoming six months, but maybe not as... Uh, tangible as it has been probably felt now. So when we are in Gemini season, we all know that Gemini is ruled by Mercury and Mercury is still retrograde. So that's why we still have time to take it slow and to review and reevaluate and do everything that is internal, that is important for us to fully evolve and also, this is a great time for meditation because when Mercury slows down, the mind slows down, details become less apparent, things start getting a little bit more blurred or a little less clear. And that's why we shouldn't push forward. So still, another week and a half, we have the opportunity to fully take opportunity to reprogram our minds and our thoughts thanks to this Mercury retrograde. So even though we will have the new moon before it ends its retrograde, we can still, for the first at least week or two, just take it slow and feel into what we have transformed within ourselves. 
And Gemini is the third sign of the zodiac. It's the first air sign. And the air is a lot, lot connected to our minds and thoughts, as I said. And it's about this logical thinking. And it's about gathering information, understanding the world. We have many different levels of the mind. So when we're working with this energy, we are working with everything that has to do with information and things that we read and take in. The opposite sign of Gemini is Sagittarius, which is more about the higher wisdom and wisdom that comes through experience. So when, when we are in Gemini season, we are also prone to learn a little bit more and to investigate and find out new things and curiosity. It's a very jovial energy and we feel maybe a little bit more lighter because then after Gemini season we also go into uh, the Cancer season which is much more focused on our emotional body and the Divine Mother and our own mother and our own mothering uh, how we take care of ourselves and what we need and our boundaries that are like around us that we need to have so I wanted to also talk about this thing with healthy boundaries. I know that a lot of you are, maybe, especially those of you who do follow me on Instagram, when I post about highly sensitives and empaths, you can really um, resonate with it. That's the feedback I've gotten. Uh, my Instagram account is Love Positivism, just as the name of this podcast, if you haven't seen that. And what does that mean? I think that when we look at how society is built, we have gone into an extreme yang state. So in yin and yang, yang is the more extrovert aspect of the yin and yang energy. It's the growth, it's the upward movement, it's what, what we are in the northern hemisphere right now. We are in the wood element, the season of the wood in Chinese medicine. And uh, it's in the five elements, this is a very upward, forward moving energy that also takes us somewhere new and for us to grow and have a really clear path ahead of us. So that's the spring season. And then after that we go into fire, which is also the heart and joy and everything that summer has to do with. So when we see that the world is built in this way, we maybe if we are either this part of this 20% of the world's population that are highly sensitive people, which means that you are much more tuned into everything that's going around around you, going on, uh, everything that is stimulating the senses, the senses are heightened, and historically this was a really important trait, because when we were living in nature, and if there were sounds or something that looked odd or unfamiliar we needed to know to keep safe 
so having the highly sensitive personality or or just uh, the traits meant that those that had that could actually warn the tribes and really keep everyone safe so it's like a it's it's the nervous system reacting more to the outside world so that's one thing then we have the more empathic ability which means that not only is the physical the third dimensional stimuli signals affecting you more but also that which is on a different level something that is not tangible this intuitive and empathic um, traits like feeling into others emotions and what they have gone through being very affected by this and also understanding on a deeper level the other's intention maybe everything that is not said out loud but that is felt so some people can be empathic some people can be highly sensitive and some people can be both i am definitely both so and this is something that has evolved deeper and deeper over the years especially when i'm in my spiritual practice and that i'm that i have dedicated my life to and for the past 12 years uh, the studying of the mystical, spiritual, esoteric, and also my own practices and my own intention to open up and living in devotion. So this has heightened. Um, and so what I want to say with this is that society is built in a way that has these expectations on us to be not this 20% highly sensitive people and not to be empathic but to be in a way and actually the rest of the population who are not are not it's not healthy for them either to be in a society which is extremely young and extrovert and you are expected to uh, conform to a norm which is not healthy which can help which does not serve you your energy, or how you are meant to live. Because we are not in our natural state when we are working jobs that take most of our lives to complete uh, and that might not feel fulfilling. And we are constantly inside instead of being in nature, which we also are we are nature so coming back to that remembrance not having any spiritual practice which is part of our ancestry very very far back being in communion with not just the earth but also the divine to come back to a remembrance and this spark within us that is divine so this leads to non-replenishment and non-rest. And then we might be in jobs where we are expected to be surrounded by people at all time. 
And imagine what that does to a highly sensitive empath that has to process all of the input that are coming. And of course, in yoga, we are practicing pratyahara, which means to close off the senses, to not identify with that. And we can attain a state where we are not identified and attached to our senses. And we can learn how to not take everything in and how to not let the energies around us shift our energy. Because that, that And that takes practice, of course. But also, there are times when you need replenishment and not having to figure out if you are experiencing your own emotions or others, if you are taking on others' fears and angers, if you are taking on other people's stress. And that is a choice that we have to make, a healthy boundary that we have to make. What is this worth to me? And how can I, how could I create a routine where I do have time for myself, where I can be with myself so much that I start recognizing what is my energy and what is other people's energy? What do I need to really get rest? What doesn't give me rest? And also what people and situations are serving me and not serving me. So in my book, The Law of Positivism, Live a Life of Higher Vibrations, Love and Gratitude, one of the chapters are focused on our relationship to the world and people. And chapter 10 is called Creating Healthy Boundaries. And I wanted to read to you this right now. At the time when we have entered a season of the sun, which is so, so social we have expectations especially in the northern hemisphere as we are entering the summer period to be outside to be around everyone to do things to be out there extrovert and then we have to come back to ourselves to see uh, is this really serving me and what do i need to also um, recover and replenish when I am in this state of extroversion and being with others. So I'm going to read to you what I've written about creating healthy boundaries. What are healthy boundaries? For many of us, especially sensitives and empaths, boundaries can be hard to create, but they are so important for our mental, physical and emotional health. There's a fine balance between shutting everything and everyone out and being completely boundaryless, letting anything and everything into our lives. It's about creating a healthy community around you and being very intentional about what you let into your world and your energy. Many of us grew up not understanding that we are worthy and deserving, which leads to wanting to please others and also heal them. This is when boundaries get blurred, we get lost in other people. We can take on the problems, emotions and energy of others in our efforts to save them. 
In other cases, we're not strong in our integrity and in order to feel accepted and part of something, we let others step over our personal boundaries. Healthy boundaries safeguard you against being depleted of your energy and essence in your relationship with the external world. It's about knowing how much work you can take on before feeling stressed. It's about knowing when you need to rest and when you need to hold your own space and say no to others. Finally, it's about valuing yourself fully and giving yourself acceptance and confirmations that you are enough. How to honor yourself, no matter whether it's a relationship, a group or a whole community, having healthy boundaries is important in your act of self-love. It's about valuing yourself so much that you don't let anyone devalue you. Honoring yourself is listening to your heart, soul and true needs and making the commitment to yourself to serve yourself. When you do this, you can truly give to others. Take a deep inhalation. Exhale. And feel how these words resonate with you. And a practical practice or exercise that you can do to honor yourself is to do a meditation in stillness. Start with just focusing on your breath in that meditation. Just listen to it. Feel how it enters your belly and your heart. And shift your awareness, focus and in attention from your head into your heart and start breathing through your heart. Feel the connection with your heart and its intelligence and then ask yourself, what do I need? And give it time to do that. Sit with it and as the answers come down, into your consciousness, into your heart, just listen to them. And after the meditation, you can write them down. You can then read through them and start journaling on how you can honor and meet your own needs. This is just the first step towards identifying what you truly need and establish how you can devote yourself to your own needs. So healthy boundaries is about being very clear on your intentions in your relationship to yourself and with others. Even having healthy boundaries with yourself to know what thoughts do I accept and what thoughts are not serving me and I don't let in to my consciousness that I release because they are not serving me. Having healthy boundaries with others, with things that you want to do and don't want to do. Being very intentional with what you want with your life and not to just conform with what the world expects from you, which we know the world is in an unhealthy, unbalanced state. So the the balance that you create with your, within yourself actually helps the whole world. And that means that 
unless we all on an individual level take responsibility to honor and devote ourselves to compassion, unconditional love and acceptance. If we don't do this, then we won't see it in the world. So it's really important that to understand that the loving actions that you have towards yourself is going to be reflected in the world. So if this season can become overwhelming, really take your time to choose what you want to have in your life, what interactions, what type of social gatherings, what type of events, but also within yourself know which thoughts, which practices do you need also to come back to yourself over and over to really replenish if you are in that state of extroverted energy but that you feel depleted from it so this was an update from me i hope that that which resonated with you in this talk integrates within you and everything else is released and i thank you so much for tuning in today you can visit me on lovepositivism.com You will see there that I do offer readings, healing sessions, and I am on a devotional priestess path with the very first goddess that I came in touch with, goddess Ishtar or Inanna. So I will, moving forward, uh, offer more ceremonies with the Divine Mother and also always connect with her in healing sessions. I also have a four-week healing yoga recorded uh, classes, which uh, is yin yoga, which anyone can practice, which is very, um, very good to calm the nervous system and to really come into yourself. And I use the Chinese medicine elements uh, as a basis of each class. And um, if you have any questions for me, you can connect with me through my website or through Love Positivism on Instagram or Facebook. And I'm really grateful for you and your presence here today. If you have any thoughts on the talk today, on this episode, please reach out to me. And if you have any questions about my book, you can also find all of the information on the website. So thank you so much for being here and I'm sending you so much love.